0: Hello there. Welcome to episode 66, officially titled Execute Episode 66. Paul and I have been waiting for this episode because him and I are both Star Wars nerds to a certain degree. Him a lot more than me. Um, I think you're probably more of a Star Trek nerd than you are a Star Wars nerd, personally.
1: I, I mean, I'm just a, a sci-fi nerd.
0: I, I could can, I can dig that. I'm a huge sci-fi nerd. Um, but we've got so much to talk about. But hey, before we get into... Fucking sucking on Sarlax. Let's go ahead and what are you drinking on, Paul?
1: So I actually cracked open a pretty special bottle today. My buddy Sean hawked me into. And I am drinking on Old Forester King Ranch. It is a, a bourbon whiskey that is kept in the hot hot sun and charcoal mesquite barrels of Texas. And sir, I have to say this is actually fantastic. It is a great really? bottle of whiskey. Oh no I
0: will say Old Forester out of out of everything. I used to be a huge JMO fan. I love Jameson. I love the Jermison Black Barrel. This Old Forester, the 1920, the 1910, the 1897, all phenomenal um, batches. I love them. Uh, this is Anything this one, the Heaven 1910.
1: Uh, Anything from Heaven Hill distilleries is my absolute favorite. I always talk. Good. It's oh. better
0: than it's better than. Um, say it. Say it. Michael say Jackson's it. Neverland Ranch.
1: No,
0: You're going to say Buffalo Trace. I knew you were going to say it. No, it's definitely better than Buffalo Trace. Yeah. That's
1: what I like to no, hear. are phenomenal. you drinking
0: on tonight? 1910.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
0: Yeah, 1910 Old Forester mixed with uh, Coke Zero. Um, and then I'll probably switch it up and go to a root beer mixed with 1910. Because um, sure. that's what I've got. So, uh, how was your week? We... Ooh. We've both been busy as fuck, so how your week? Not busy.
1: I mean, I killed a lot of time because I had the vid. I had the vid, and so I had some free time, and I got stuff done kind of around the house, chopped the tree down, you know, did things that when I started feeling a little bitter. But when it was on, I mean, it hurt. I was down for a couple days. My work was just like, see you next week.
0: Yeah, if anyone listened to last week's episode, you could all hear how congested and just shitty we all three felt. We all both were sick and uh so Arizona you out it
1: was covid <laughs> you had
0: the covid logan you gave the covid too
1: did i gave him the, i gave him the did
0: i think so, i just had sorry logan
1: again sorry yeah my when covid test
0: came back negatory but uh let's go ahead i'm excited to hop into this so let's oh <laughs> look at he's got it let's
1: roll that intro execute episode 66 hello there Never heard of the Millennium Fault. It's a ship that made the Kessel run in less than 12 parson.
0: Dwell on your mother. It's a trap. How feel you? It's a trap. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Hello there. We are back. Guys, thank you so much for joining Drunk discussions Podcast. This is episode 66. Execute 66. Um why are we calling it execute episode 66? We love killing children. Um <laughs> no,
1: no, it's just such an iconic number in Star Wars, and especially the prequels. So I mean, like, it, it there's nothing better. When we get 66, I was like, Connor, we, we have we have to do it. And I had some buddies at work that were like, that's that's a great idea. And actually, uh, shout out to him. That's where I got this lightsaber from. I got a buddy at work. Um, you know, Fez, you the shit. It has so many colors and changes with it. I want one.
0: This guy's going to wonder why, if, one, it smells like shit, and two, the
1: batteries are dead. I didn't shove it up my ass, though. <laughs> but yeah. To the question. So we have a bunch of stuff and topics that we're going to go over. Um, I think the first one that we might as well start off with is did han shoot first yes
0: i just, mean is it, yeah, is, no. it, is
1: it deniable proof of, like it was obviously for so long such a, a a talking point and people were like you know is he just a hired at this point and then does he evolve in character development or is it just uh you know part of that movie magic
0: So for people that don't know uh, who shot first debate, the controversy revolves around the altercation between Han Solo and Greedo in a new hope fans argue whether or not Han shot first, or if it was Greedo as the scene was actually altered in a later release of the film. Um, So there is a few good points to be made with it. And this is why I'm saying yes. Uh, In the original 1977 theatrical release of a new hope, uh, it depicts Han Solo shooting Greedo first, establishing him as a like ruthless smuggler, right? Um, so, it, and it's also part of his character development. You know, him shooting first kind of displays his growth from a morally like, ambiguous character uh, to a true helo, hero by the end of the trilogy. So, Agreed. I mean, it's also
1: like... But, to be fair, I, I mean... He is depicted as supposed to be as a smuggler, like a pirate in a sense in the beginning. So it gives that aspect, like when he, like, yeah, he shot first, like, yeah, he was a ruthless pirate. He was living on his own, him, Chewbacca, out in the in the Millennium Falcon for, you know, on their own. Like, you gotta be, you gotta be ruthless. You have to be to survive in space.
0: And uh, yes, but it also leads up, it's like a foreshadowing into the end of the end of the trilogy, where it shows Han's willing to make drastic measures
1: happen Absolutely. in order to protect people he cares about. Agreed. I 100% agree. 100%. Uh, but, I mean, I remember when the new Star Wars series came out, the new trilogy, not the, not the prequels, the newest trilogy, and they had inside the movie uh, theaters, the scene of when Han you know, first shot, and you could sit down and put your feet up. I still have that, that a picture that was taken. Oh, yeah. It's just iconic.
0: So it kind of brings up a good point, then. What is your viewing order?
1: Because oh, God,
0: there's, there's two. There's one that's called the release order, so you just yes. watch it. The re- the order that they are, or the machete order is what it's called.
1: Yes. So I mean, if you're going to truly get into Star Wars, I think maybe try chronologically because the prequels are you know they're a little slower and they set things up, but you get the idea of it and you figure it out. Like by uh, you know the end of three, you've really like you you had this connection with Anakin. So like. The do biggest you think, thing.
0: Do you think the Phantom Menace is worth adding into the storyline? What do you mean? So, yeah. what the, do you mean? The reason why I say that is the Machete Order. The Machete Order is an alternate uh, viewing order that aims to preserve it, the surprise twist in The Empire Strikes Back while providing essential backstory from the prequels. However, it, it illuminates the Phantom Menace episode one, as some fans don't believe it adds much to the overall story. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah. I'm going to say that. Yeah, I think you should watch them in chronological order, honestly. That's what I I had a friend of mine. uh, They just started it, and we started from episode one. We we started from episode one, you know?
0: During COVID lockdown, right in the beginning. um, So that's when I would say I became a Star Wars fan. I'm not like, I'll go to Comic-Con dressed up as that. I'm going to dress up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe before I do that. But I would definitely say that what do you? What's that? You're a you're a pussy. Oh yes. What what Star Wars character has blonde, blue eyes and a beard? I oh be, wait, Obi Wan when he's Obi Wan. Yeah, I guess I could do young <laughs> Obi.
1: <laughs> That's enough. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs>
0: uh, but during the COVID lockdown, I actually I watched a few of them not only for the first time. But I watched them in chronological order. And I tell you, when episodes, uh, when Execute Command 66 popped, I had goosebumps. I was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. When you watch it in chronological order, the way that.
1: So you're talking about like. Uh, not the release order. You're talking about like Revenge of the Sith. Yes. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's. Uh, people hate it on the first two of the prequels, and they have their flaws jar jar is a big talking point on that but every single person from phantom Menace up grew like you know even jar jar became a senator like he was a senator for a senator for naboo so i mean like everyone grew including padme you actually i don't know about padme because like there is so many red flags in front of her and everyone just kind of walked past these red flags and that's a big talking point now is like why were the jedi so blind To Palpatine being right under their noses the whole time. Well, you brought up Jar Jar. Do you think he was he was a undercover Sith Lord? No, that's such bullshit. I'm sorry, that is such. People are going with it, and I get it because of the in the in Clone Wars the series and show and Rebels. um, The man just has like weird abilities because he's just so clumsy. But I think that's just how the writers made it. I don't think he's by any means uh, force sensitive.
0: I mean, he orchestrates a lot behind the scenes, though, because does. of his clumsy behavior. So and
1: they blame him for the fall of the Republic. He was the one that voted the Senate to give immediate power to Palpatine, and a lot of people blame Jar Jar. They're like, "Yep, this, he's the one that did it." That would because really it was easily manipulable. If
0: if man- they came man- out, if they came out with a series like a Jar Jar Binks series, like they've done with Mandalorian and um. um why, why am I blanking? Uh, you've got the new uh, the indoor. Well, not indoor. Um, uh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. That's what I was thinking. Uh, it's it's all it's all the same. It's Mandalorian because he's in it.
1: <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I know, right? For fucking I mean, what For episode? We have some great things. Come, we'll talk about those here soon. Okay, we'll get back to this yeah. Yeah. next one. This is another talking point that or the prequels brought up. It was the introduction introduction of the metachlorines, The Medichlorians. introduction introductions they <laughs> douched it in there just squirted it in all of us no <laughs> no but uh, the metachlorines, like they just threw that in there you know and then you had um qui-gon taking the sample of blood from anakin uh, sending it off i'm like oh my god he has more metachlorines than even master yoda um so a lot of people were like upset because before it was just like you can just naturally gain ability from the forces around you in you with everything now in phantom menace they're making it a an actual living being
0: I see that's a little over my head. I do have like the talking points about it. So the mid chlorians give me like yeah. a layman's term, what the fuck that is.
1: So they're almost like imagine like little cells within your cells, and they're living cells from the force. And so men if you have a lot of them, you can manipulate them. And the force itself can manipulate it. That's why the prophecy is the metaclorine would pregnate a woman, wouldn't without a father, and then that would be the chosen child to bring balance to the floor force force uh so it's like these um intergalactic little you know bacteria around the entire world and everything everyone has them in them but if you have enough of them you can use the force so it's a way of
0: quantifying if you're going to be uh like the potential powerfulness of it being a sith or a jedi right okay well so that explains why it's a way for like characters like qui-gon uh to identify anakin skywalker um using
1: those right and i I kind of like the idea of that because then the idea in legends right is that many sith lords have been able to you know use midichlorines to kind of change the outcomes and stuff so like in the dark sense of the force you can change what you want to that person obviously the light side they would never interfere (laughs) with natural nature
0: do you think so? Going to Mandalorian, right? So, you had the um, he wasn't a Sith Lord, uh, who the black dude that played, uh, in
1: oh no, so Moff, uh, Moff, Gideon. Uh, Moff Gideon, yeah, yeah. So, do you no, think him
0: taking stuff. Gro, no, no, him no, no, no. the way he wanted to experiment on Grogu, though, don't you think he he wanted yes. to see if he could recreate the mid chlorians? Yes. Yes. So he yeah. wanted to, like, synthesize mid to give to an army, essentially, to have an army of... Jedi. Bits. Yeah. Jedi's. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Which we kind of did, and that's the thing. If people... I know everyone hates on it. Not everyone, but if you actually have time, watch Clone, Tro- Clone Wars, watch Rebels, watch these, like, animated series, um, and they do fill in a lot of things, especially the Clone Wars with Anakin and, like, kind of his fall to the dark side, um, because he didn't just... Losing because of Padme and wanting to protect her and the Jedi Temple, you know, how they're treating him, the Jedi Temple, but also losing Ahsoka as a paddle. Like, all three of those things is what contributed to him taking that dark path. And I feel like it definitely brings out more character development in Anakin if you watch the animated series. I'm telling you, it's great. Yes, you have to get past the first couple seasons because the animation's a little weird. But after that, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think I got like 18 episodes into it, and there's a like, what, 120 that you have to watch?
1: Well, if you're ever wanting to, like, just absolutely get goosebumps and lose yourself, is, is if you watch it all and you get to the final season. Um, obviously, we're people, if you're watching this and you haven't seen Star Wars, there's spoilers. Shit, it's a Star Wars episode. Uh, but regardless, if you get to the final episode, um, just the absolute impact that you're having... Um, from the connection and when ahsoka finds out who darth vader is really oh dude chilling bone chilling it'll make a grown man cry watching an animated film
0: really so oh. you're you're telling me that the last season specifically the last episode is the best part of that 123 episodes oh, no.
1: there's so many good episodes so many don't take that away it's just like that one just hits hard so home because it's something that connects you know both of those series the prequels and then afterwards it's it's a gap filler you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's before right. luke and after anakin has taken his path and the order 66 has gone. To be a jedi so I mean, there's just a lot to unravel with that series
0: What what's your favorite star wars film and
1: why okay so my favorite it's it's hard i love obviously the originals the originals are great it's what led us to what we have when it comes to cinematic just marvelous just amazing everything about it the last episode of the prequels or last uh, movie of the prequels uh was the revenge of the sith is probably my my favorite that that fight scene with obi-wan and anakin is going to be forever with with phantom menace playing just like you said, you're, I remember being a kid inside the movie theater with my dad just geeking out. Like, just loving it.
0: Um, I have a high ground.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're the first two movies. And, yeah, but that last one, I tell you what, that last one, that was something to behold right there. I'm I'm with
0: you there, dude. Uh, when I was watch, re-watching all of them, just that fight between them and the emotional connection that those two had for each other. And right. you, once once Anakin was defeated, you could see... The emotional connection he had gone to everything. He was like, I'm well, going to seek revenge it's always and kill all of you.
1: And I love how George Lucas did that. It's like when Anakin finally is gone, Darth Vader has taken up, or you know, Maul, or whatever. You see these these Sith Lords finally become a Sith Lord. Their eyes turn. And when Anakin's going in there and kills the younglings, after that, at during that order in the Jedi Temple, you see him turn and his eyes are yellow. That's when Anakin is officially gone. Yeah. Known. Liver failures. You don't fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but to the next question. This one was kind of cool when I looked it up. You know, last, ev- last movie of the f- original, you know, trilogy Ewoks. Are the Ewoks cute and furry teddy bear like creatures? Are they ver- ferocious carnivores? And I have to say this. If you don't remember in that episode when they first find them they're praising c-3po as like god because he's gold you know um han gets mad well what do they do they tie him to a stick and they're getting ready to roast the man alive over a fire
0: yeah i usually it goes without saying if it looks cute and cuddly it's fucking not um <laughs> uh that's probably the best way to put it because like chewbacca it does not look cute and cuddly but he is in all fa- uh, all all fairness a giant sweetheart
1: yeah especially if you're close to him like when han is sitting Saves there, his you life know, oh yeah and but he's sitting there still blind you know chewbacca's rubbing him and petting his head and he's like yeah buddy i'm okay i'm okay like yeah creatures in star wars you can build bonds even the ragnar you can build he, the trainer built a, a bond with you saw that in boba fett you know you're able to ride them, build a bond with that creature. I think all creatures in Star Wars you're able to kind of build a bond with if you're good enough at it. Have enough that, was,
0: that was Solo, a Star Wars story. The one where uh, Han Solo saves Chewbacca's life, right?
1: Yes, that's, a, yeah. that's the Solo movie. Uh, that's, which that's a good one. Would be in between it would be after you No, know, it would be before the first episode or first movie technically. Same with Rogue One because those two you'd probably watch Han, then Rogue One And then Rogue One leads into the original three.
0: Well, we talked about the release order and then we talked about the the machete order. I actually wanted to give the listeners, if you're listening to this and you're continuing to listen to this, you're obviously a Star Wars fan and you already know this. But if you don't know anything about Star Wars, um, this is the release order. So the release order is Episode IV, A New Hope. That's 1977 is when that was released, right? Then you have The Empire Strikes Back, which was released in 1980. Return of the Jedi, which was released in 1983, The Phantom Menace, which was released in 1999, Attack of the Clones in 2002, Revenge of the Sith in 2005, The Force Awakens in 2015, The Last Jedi in 2017, and The Rise of Skywalker. You could also include the standalone films though in that order, such as Rogue One from 2016, Solo, which I highly recommend, uh, a Star Wars story in 2018, The Mandalorian, which is currently still ongoing, but that started release in 2019, uh, and then other Disney Plus series. And I will talk about some of the other Disney Plus series because there's there's a certain character in the Star Wars universe who's really prevalent that fucking hates the spinoffs. He hates it. He thinks it takes away from the main Star you're, Wars line.
1: I know what you're saying, and you're going to bring up... Um some of the old cast that hate it and i get that but like some of these new spinoffs are great They're phenomenal. Like the, new o- the new obi-wan was was good there was things that everybody that is a star wars fan critic wise had a problem with but every critic has a problem with all of them when the original uh came out it was it was almost like a cult classic you had to be into that you know that niche to like it it didn't it took a while before it actually grew with some serious traction same with the uh the prequels prequels yeah. now are looked at as pretty damn good and then when they first came out people hated them
0: you're not wrong um so, I mean,
1: as time goes on we all learn to to love the star wars universe
0: actually they take out for the machete order they take out uh the new shit it basically says they they say just a new hope empire strikes back attack of the clones revenge of the sith return of the jedi the force awakens the last jedi and rise of skywalker
1: they're saying just watch just the main movies that's just if you want to watch the main movies but if you want to watch them in actual chronological order then you're going to throw in the rest including the series the series have to go in there because i'm telling you like the star this you know clone wars tv show is one of my favorites it took a minute, like I said, to gain traction, but when it did, holy, yeah, like it builds up. It builds up, like you know, what people don't realize this. Master Yoda, one, when he fuck when he finally died. I was about to say fucking when he fucking finally died. He was nine hundred and sixty years old. Like oh, that's he was it? an old man. He lived, and that's why I'm excited for the idea of, you know, having these Ahsoka, maybe Yoda spinoffs and you know Old Republic spinoffs because we get to see some of these characters that are older when they were in their prime. Yoda in his prime? Oh, my God. In the Old Republic, that would have been cool to see. Cool to see.
0: Do you think they're going to end up doing a spinoff of Yoda?
1: Absolutely. I mean, why not? That's just money money in their hands.
0: You got the backstory of him as a child.
1: Right. Being built. Built? What do you mean
0: built? Being built, like you've got Mandalorian going into the backstory of Grogu, which hey, is Yoda, Grogi.
1: right? No, oh, I'm so disappointed. Wait, Did seriously? That? Did you just fucking say that? Wait, so, so Grogu isn't uh, Yoda? <laughs> oh no, it's a oh, different fucking per- Shame, shame. Wait, there's a
0: shame. what species is Yoda?
1: Shame. Well, technically, we've never released. Like George Lucas hasn't released the actual name of the species of what Yoda is. But Grogu and Yoda are a very extremely Force-sensitive species of Um because of their size and the planet they're on, that they, they are in touch and in tune with the Force heavily. Uh, and they so, take forever to age. Grogu is 50 years old already in The Mandalorian. So he was in his 20s when Order, you know, Execute episode, or episode Order 66 happened, and he watched The Younglings. Like we saw that in the most recent Mandalorian episode. He, sh- he shows it. So oh, yeah. Grogu is, is just yeah. a different character, a different youngling. Yoda um, is well into, you know, 900 years old at this point, you know. So he's a baby Yoda. That's why people call him baby Yoda. But, it, you, yeah, no, he's not actually Yoda. He's just the same species as Yoda.
0: Well, great. Now I feel like a dumbass. So basically you you're saying Yoda and Grogu are the clitoris of the Star Wars universe.
1: They're, Mandalorian and Grogu are single-handedly holding the Star Wars universe together. Because the last three movies arguably have been the the worst. My personal opinion, does not take it away from the cinematics and, you know, what we've done with the ability to use computers and CGI, really great stuff. I get it. But, like, the plot line could have been better
0: yeah I, i'm oh, with you there after re-watching all of them um i did unfortunately since i was watching them in chronological order i got stuck at uh the clone wars i got stuck at that that 128 series or episode series or whatever episodes it is you should still finish it i you yeah. should still finish it yeah i should you um should. You, what about you the bad batch you
1: have to bad batch is great too it's yeah. another one it's a you know seeing the reflection and then like how these clones after the fact um were treated and went through you know they're obviously still in use during the bad batch while it's being done but at, to a certain point eventually the clones are no longer used in the imperial army they gain humanity
0: veterans yeah. They gain, they, they gain a hu- human aspect to them from what I saw. I, so I did watch uh, the bad batch uh, uh, on an offshoot after I watched a few of the episodes of Mandalorian. My buddy was like, Hey, have you seen the bad batch? I was like, no, I haven't. I was like, honestly, I'm not a fan of like cartoons really. And he was like, it doesn't matter. You're going to want to watch this because it adds a sense of humanity to something that's Loans. literally programmed not to be human, <laughs> but as a
1: human. Right. Well, it's not even they were they were programmed and trained to be human like, right? That was the whole idea. But they were there was a, a a fault, a default that was added by the original creators for this execution, long term plan and execution of uh, you know, the Jedi taking over the Republic and turning imperial power that are. Um and that I guess kinda goes on to the next thing, right? You know, they're trained this way. Um and we talk about stormtroopers and their capabilities, people are always like, Oh dude, suck at shooting. Well, again, in the original series, by that that time, the the clone troopers were no longer used. They were no longer they're they're veterans, they're getting old, they're sitting on the streets of, you know, of Kashyyyk and Naboo and everything wherever they're at and and begging for money. So like the clone the stormtroopers and clone troopers are two different things. And we see that again once you get into the first order and the first order troopers are again they're just people that were when their their planets were taken over. Kids were seized, they were trained and brainwashed in the ways of the empire. That's what happens from Clone Wars Clone Troopers on. when you hear a stormtrooper, that's not a clone trooper. Two so people.
0: it was a stormtrooper then in the nod in Mandalorian when they're sitting on their cruisers and they're shooting at those cans and fucking missing. Those are stormtroopers.
1: Those are stormtroopers. Those are just oh. random people that were taken across the vastness of the galaxy as children and then brought in and brainwashed and trained to be working for the just and like we Mandalorian. Well, we see the realization of it and the breakdown with the newest. I do. I do like how they did that in the new trilogy with Finn, Finn being a stormtrooper for the new forest order. And then him like kind of breaking code in the second, breaking his training and his brainwashing to be like, yeah, this is wrong.
0: Well, he is black.
1: He was, you know, he saved it. You know, he was like, man, fuck this. I'm, I'm out. Fuck this shit. I'm out.
0: And I don't blame him. And look at where it led. Dude became a pinnacle point of memes.
1: I think what why it was such a meme is because when they were doing the actual like marketing for this new series or this new trilogy, Finn they're like, was "Oh, the we're cover. all inclusive." Finn was on the cover of everything. We're like, "Bro, we're getting a black Jedi." Fuck yes! Like we get to see some some cool something new, and not to take away from you know Ray being it, but like we've had. You know, plenty of women that are Jedi in, in the in legends, in the movies, and shows Ahsoka. Like right. All we had was Mace Windu. Like we had that one black motherfucker and he was just like cool as hell, he had the purple lightsaber. Everyone wanted to be Mace Windu in Star Wars Battlefront. You could like jump and jam your lightsaber into the ground. It was cool. Like I don't he was think, the cool character.
0: I don't think there's another black person that could have played Mace, uh, Mace Windu other than oh, Samuel no. L. Jackson. No, mm-hmm. no one fucking nailed him. it.
1: <laughs> what you can you imagine Chris Rock jumping out of there? What? And just jamming oh, into the ground. Like,
0: oh, wow. my God. You just gave me a nightmare. Imagine if they recasted Chris Pratt into the Star Wars universe.
1: <laughs> he, Who would he, would he play? Uh, probably Obi-Wan. <laughs> He'd be like, you're oh. Obi-Wan,
0: sir. Imagine oh. Chris Pratt stating legendary yeah. past lines. Oh. Be, like he's done with the, Mario.
1: Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. Hello
0: there. He was yeah. like, I've practiced this speech for so long, I, I know his voice. I've got it nailed. Oh, woo. <laughs> just starts of throwing out mario oh god that would be the ultimate that's what that's what disney should have done for april oh by the way april
1: 1st is today april april Fool's day oh there was I'd so many april for stuff over star i was on a star wars fan page and there was stuff that like oh like you brought up the jar jar right and that was one of the things they released like new uh lucas films and disney releasing side darth Var- jar jar series i was like that's not happening and I was Imagine. like, oh, yeah, it's April 1st. Shit.
0: Imagine if Disney Plus was like, we've decided to redo the original Star Wars series. But instead of having Blank as Obi-Wan, because you can't recast him. He's fucking ancient now. Um, we've we've gone ahead and we've hired Chris Pratt.
1: No, I... I and then so
0: Chris Pratt comes out doing his Mario voice. And he's like, I've practiced the voice for Obi-Wan for years. I'm ready for this. And he just is like hello there <laughs> Just,
1: <laughs> I'd lose it oh. I, would, I would cry so here's this uh, another tantalizing question with the prequels do you think they needed to kill off Qui-Gon Jinn as fast as they did Ooh.
0: yes and uh, yes because of what it did to this story agreed it really showed how disconnected you can be immediately from this and it kind of relates back to uh, uh, like the first the way i see it is you've seen the walking dead right yeah it's really shown you can be a major pivotal character and it doesn't fucking matter we're going to kill you off at least in the first like two seasons of The walking Dead. that's how it was
1: oh look at game of thrones did the same thing so i do i get that but here's the thing right i think it worked because like if you didn't do it that way it wouldn't have been obi-wan taking on as the master role at such a young age and having an apprentice and a padawan at such a young age and being less like a teacher and trying to be more like a brother and then as you get to the next two movies he's trying to be a teacher and anakin's probably still seeing him and did see him as still like a brother figure not as a a master figure or leader figure and that's why there was some separation.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Would you you want to do some Would You Rather's? Sure, send me one. All right. Would you rather have Jar Jar Binks as your personal life coach, or be stuck in an elevator with a hungry, hungry Rancor?
1: Jar Jar Binks is my life coach. <laughs>
0: you basically already have that. I can hear now. <laughs> you basically so already ha- you already <laughs> have that. You're friends with uh, Sam.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: poor <boy>, Sam. <laughs> Poor Sam. He doesn't want <laughs> to. Um, would you rather have Ewoks follow you everywhere you go, singing their victory song, or have only Wookiee food for the rest of your life?
1: Bro, Wookiees eat all right though. That's the thing. Like I mean, it's meat. They they're meat eaters. I mean it it's just it's just raw. Like I'd have to cook that shit. But I mean it, I don't know, the victory chant of them walking around would get old quickly. I'd probably go with the food with uh with with the the food it's
0: it's basically tartare it's
1: basically tartare would
0: you would you rather have c3po narrate your entire life or every time you entered a room the darth vader sound or breathing sound starts
1: not even the music just in breathing just oh no oh man wait so the it was again the, it's either Darth Vader's breath like breath sound or C3PO narrating my life. Yes. Oh, and C three PO's rough. Oh god. I'd probably do Darth Vader entering and you just hear just breathing. <laughs>
0: I think I think if you have that, so say this is true and <laughs> you, you decide to pick Darth Vader breathing, you have to pick a career that lines up with being a cunt in the office place. <laughs>
1: could you imagine getting home from a hard day's work your wife sitting upstairs rose petals all the way up the stairs you open the door and she's sitting there ready for your valentine's day gift and then all of a sudden you just hear like i don't know <laughs>
0: i going don't da- know going down on your wife and that's all yeah. you hear <laughs> you're right down there yeah i'm getting some air okay <laughs> i'll be okay <laughs> i heard you wanted to be kinky in the bedroom i am your father <laughs> Starts crushing you with her thighs. Oh, the uh, force is strong with this one. Oh, uh, uh, fucking. All right. Would you rather be wait, a wait, personal? Wait, oh, yeah. Let's cheers. cheers. We that. haven't. Cheers. <laughs> I have to drive after this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to. Actually, I think I'll just walk there. I got to walk down the road. But anyways, uh, would you rather. Yeah, drink first. Please be speak. the personal assistant of Jabba the Hutt or have to wear a Wampa costume in the scorching heat of Tatooine for a whole day.
1: Ooh, probably job, job. That's a system. Really, you get to see some crazy shit in there. I mean, crazy you shit. got
0: you got strippers you got, in front of you,
1: right? And a rancor in the basement of the eating people alive. You know, like I might have to go with the job. Yeah, but what if he's like, wrapped up like that? A day, I'd pass the fuck out.
0: Yeah, but what if he has you cleaning his folds?
1: Oh no, he has the hot woman. That what do you think he dresses fucking lay up? Like that come on. Yeah, you think he, you think he's doing? We're doing that shit. He's got his personal little servants for that shit.
0: Um, Let's see. Would you rather be able to understand and speak only Shrywook, shri- the Wookiee language, or communicate exclusively through R2-D2 style beeps and whistles?
1: Oh, fuck. Fuck that. I'm going with the, the Wookiee over the R2-D2 for sure.
0: You don't want to speak like a Wookiee the rest of your life? You'd rather be doing R2-D2 styles of beeps?
1: No, no, no. I'd, I'd rather be talking like a Wookiee over like R2-D2. R2-D2, I, I know it just beeps. No one knows that. At least a Wookiee, you can kind of like...
0: There's hand, hand gestures. You're not yeah, just a, yeah. a tube.
1: You're just not a metal thing. It's beep, 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 beep. No, no. no. Ooh, here's, no a here's a good
0: one. This is one you could actually probably do in real life. Would you rather have every sentence you say end with... I have a bad feeling about this. Or begin every conversation with "hello there." <laughs> I already do.
1: Yeah, you do. <laughs> I, I already. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I already do that. What about you? Would you? Which one would you choose?
0: Um, I have a bad feeling about this because you could you could make that pretty funny.
1: <laughs> like, I don't know the hello there is great too I'm gonna t- I'm gonna text Lauren and have her do that next to you next time she's just gonna walk in there all naked and pops in like hello there
0: honestly I have a bad feeling about this could be used in the bedroom
1: oh no <laughs> honey did you bring a lightsaber any- uh, yeah.
0: I-, I have a bad feeling about this
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's it I'm gonna give Lauren a lightsaber glow in the dark strap on and she's gonna walk in and I'm gonna hear you say that I have a bad feeling about this
0: Darth Vader's breathing sound starts playing.
1: (laughs) Imperial March just turns on. You're like, no, daddy, no!
0: The duel of cocks instead of the duel of fate. Oh, geez.
1: Oh,
0: no. Oh, oh, no. (laughs) Would you rather have the Death Star plans hidden in your home with the Empire searching for them or accidentally send a may the force be with you message to Empire Palpatine? Palpatine.
1: (laughs) palpatine probably probably may the forest be with you to palpatine (laughs) because if they're coming to search for your house and like they know you have the plans bro everyone in that house is dead your whole family's dead the house is trashed probably burnt to the ground if they find nothing yeah i'll just i'll just fucking meme palpatine one day (laughs) just quit memeing
0: would you okay so this is a question that relates to rick and morty in my eyes And the reason why, you've seen the Rick and Morty episode where they build a life, real life uh, lightsaber, but they drop it perfectly vertical to the ground. And it starts going to the center of the earth. So here's the question. Would you rather be the clumsiest Jedi with a lightsaber or the loudest Siths trying to be stealthy?
1: (laughs) Probably the loudest Siths trying to be stealthy. (laughs) <laughs> like for real
0: you could destroy an entire planet by being the clumsiest jedi on accident You
1: could, if that's how it works though <laughs> Good i mean man. it
0: it can literally cut through anything right except for other, Ky-
1: other kyber crystals or beskar
0: okay so unless <laughs> the entire planet's lined with both or one of the uh, other
1: mandalore is lined with baskar and then you had you know other planets like uh what is it atar or whatever that is lined with kyber crystals that they mark i mean you could i mean as uh in the new is it the new force awakens yes is it yeah force awakens i think is where they talk about it they have the uh the old temple monks and they're talking about how the uh you know the strongest stars in the star wars universe have part of kyber crystal so i mean that's that and that brings me on to the thing another question everyone always asks about the star wars lightsabers right they're like Like, well they have you know they have crystals, kyber crystals in the middle. Yes. Uh, what do the colors mean? Let me ask you this. Do you know what the colors mean, Conor?
0: I have no idea. Uh, I, 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 that makes a good point. You have purple, green, blue, and red, right?
1: Oh, more than that. Oh, more than that. Okay. Yeah. So there is canon. What is what is confirmed? And then there is legends. So Star Wars Legends is like the books. And you can read, there's like, you know, comic books that you can get of Star Wars Legends. Uh, they're great. Uh, and they, and we're waiting. A lot of them, they're taking and they're making can. not every single one is but sections um
0: could you you repeat that real quick your mic is being all fucky
1: every like in Legends, some of them they are going to make canon but not every legends book is going to become so to start off red now this is kind of on both sides red is the kyber crystals where a sith takes it and then they because you know kyber crystals have chlorine as well they're alive technically um and they bleed them they pour in the dark side of the of the force into the crystals bleeding them making them turn red and then obviously if they crack too much pressure you get ones that are like kylo ren's not complete The blade is almost moving um so that's how you get red red is from bleeding the kyber crystals and then you have the yellow ones which is for the temple guards so in canon it's because the temple guards had you know just had to have a different color jedi lightsaber they were guards But in legends, uh, they're the uh, essential class, and that they're you know the hands in their duty uh, is able to be you know they're they're not always clean; they can get dirty a little bit. But it's mostly for the special abilities, like special forces for the old Republic and or the guards. And then you have the the commonly green ones, you know, the green and blues, which are the commons because canon wise, because you know George used them green and blue in the originals, and you can't have Star Wars without.
0: Oh man, you can't have Star Wars without the green and blue is what he just yes, said. Pretty you, Mike, much dude, you need to you need to like troubleshoot that shit. Absolute dick butter, bud. Dick, dick butter.
1: butter. Um but regardless for the green, it usually belongs because uh it it you're on a skilled level with the force, but you're also on the ways of being a counselor. A counselor, okay. So Yoda Yoda was though a counselor, right? Yeah, Jedi Master. On the council, council master, you'll have something like that. Uh, blue meaning a guardian, Jedi guardian, which means that you are, you know, very skilled in force abilities, and then that you're higher in force abilities, and then the kyber crystal blue, you, you, it means you're stronger. Saber skill, right? Then you have purple. We all know the reason, real reason he got purple is because you know Sam L Jackson walked up to Lucas, was like, "Bro, I want a fucking purple lightsaber, like make it happen." And it made it happen.
0: Do you? I, I would imagine that's one of the biggest issues you have with being colorblind.
1: Seeing, oh yeah, no, I mean, it just looks like a darker blue. I'm just like, yeah. I mean, it's dark blue versus like you know, it's that's such a shame. Light blue. I know it does, but regardless. So in legends, that means that you are strong connection with both sides, light and dark, and that's because you are usually aggressive, more aggressive during battle, and that's why so, you have purple. Um, let's let's talk about Disney real quick. Okay, hold on. I have one more. Oh, one more. Okay. The the last one is the white lightsaber that we see with Ahsoka. Uh, oh yeah. Her white lightsaber show that she is no longer a Jedi nor Sith, and that she is in tune with loyalty and neutrality in the. So she's a neutral. She's so she's she's a
0: French Jedi. Yes. She's okay. a French Jedi. Fair enough. So, so let me, me ask you. you. Which Disney world is it? is it? Is it the one in California or the one here in Florida that you can go have your lightsaber made? I think it's full. Okay, so let me ask you, Paul.
1: Hold, hold on one second. Oh, okay. My hat's fucked up. I see that. There you go. Yeah, That's so better. Florida, Florida is the one that has the uh, Star Wars, I believe. So I even though I've got a
0: wife and I've got a kid, I can still leave them behind to do this with you. Um... Uh, <laughs> would you sorry be willing would you be willing to come down here for two or yes. three days you and i go to disney world together yes and get a lightsaber made yes okay yes. if we did that you do yes. know that you buy your crystal but you don't yes. know what color crystal you have until you put it in your lightsaber right
1: <laughs> i get a purple one i'm gonna be fucking furious
0: <laughs> i can't even see this shit
1: <laughs> uh, this is such bullshit
0: Oh, so uh, we've got Hunter in the chat. Galaxy, Galaxy's Edge is what it's called. Their, their, yes, grounds uh, is in both Florida and California. So, Paul, come down here. Save up some money first, because we're gonna blow probably six hundred bucks on fucking lightsabers. Let's be honest.
1: And the thing, the sad reality of it is, is the ones from Disney World are not as nice as if you got one. If you got a Hasbro and you spent the same money at Disney as on a Hasbro lightsaber, the Hasbro's nicer. Or a nanopixel. We could do both,
0: but we could also go there for the
1: experience, you know? Walk around like fucking grown-ass adults hitting people in the face with lightsabers and then running it through Harry... Oh, no, wait. That's at Disney. We could just take our lightsaber, travel over to Universal Studios and just hit people in the face at that fucking Harry Potter land going like, ha, 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 we're the real space wizards. (laughs)
0: Imagine a battle. You're just a
1: cheap knockoff of us.
0: (laughs) Imagine a battle of bunch of star wars nerds versus the purple haired harry potter nerds at universal i'm a
1: hufflepuff (laughs) and then
0: you got some dudes sounding like jar jar binks coming in with a lightsaber um i've got i've got one more would you rather all right let's hear it would you rather have yoda as your backseat driver constantly critiquing every move or have a tattoo
1: Tatoo- Tatooine? Or
0: or you have to ride a tattoo on to work every day.
1: A tan-tan?
0: No, a tan-tan. Yeah, I guess yeah. it is tan-tan.
1: Oh, to work every day? That'd be kind of badass. I'd ride- People would I'd get ride... the fuck yeah. out of your way. But at the same point, you'd also have Master Yoda, a wise master sitting in your seat, and you can ask him many things as you're fucking up on the road. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's ten and two, you must be. <laughs> oh, shit. um <laughs> There is no try,
0: only do. So what what other questions do we got? I've asked So a here's lot, so.
1: here's another one, ready. So here's a here here's a debate we'll go with. All right. So in you know the the original trilogy Han talks about, you know, the Millennium Falcon and how it's the fastest ship in the galaxy and that ran the Kessel run in 12 parsecs. They never explain how far a parsec is or let alone how far the kessel run is now i personally know what he did and obviously if you've watched the solo movie you understand what he did but they still don't talk about the length of what a parsec is and now is that like as i know in in modern day science we still say parsecs to a sense as well in measuring space are they the same
0: so wait a second so that's so in an earth mile right right um you have a light year as being kind of the the, the largest form of measurement, right? So a parsec is 3.26 light years away. So you're telling me this motherfucker ran 3.2 parsecs
1: in 12 seconds? Is that what it is? Because yeah. he ran the Kessler run in less than 12 parsecs. So like oh, 12 parsecs. 12 parsecs. So how far is the Kessler run? That's a, I guess that's the question. Um, how far is the Kessler run?
0: How far is the Kessel Run? All right. So according to Star Wars, the Central Atlas, the Kessel Run was an 18 parsec. So 18 times 3.26, uh, f- 59 light years route used by smugglers to get around Imperial bro- blockades. So he was able to do a 18 parsec, 59 light year route in less than well, 12,
1: which means he found an alternate route. Yes, he did. To do it. Because we seen okay. how he did it. I mean, he survived. Now, I wonder if, you know, when we've seen this movie, he cut through the storm and made it able to get through a 12 parsecs. Now, could anyone ever do that again, probably? No. So, like, at that point, if someone came up to you and said, I need you to make the test run in 12 again, would you do it? Even though you know that you barely made it out alive the first time?
0: So here's here's what I've got. This is off of uh, StarWarsFandom.com. The Kessel Run was the most heavily used smuggling routes in the Galactic Empire. Han Solo claimed that the Millennium Falcon made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. A parsec is a unit of distance, not time. Solo was not referring directly to his ship's speed when he made this claim. Instead, he was referring to the shorter route he was able to travel, which I just which I figured right. out by doing math uh skirting the nearby nearby mob black hole cluster thus making the run under the standard distance by moving closer to the black holes solo managed to cut the distance down to 11.5 parsecs the smuggler boshek actually beat solo's record in his ship infinity but was with but without cargo to weigh him down which wait in a space i don't know how that works but whatever um, a few months later Han Solo beat both his own and Bochik's record in a run he made with Luke Skywalker. I didn't I didn't know that. So that no. so he actually beat 11.5. He beat under 12 by I would imagine by like 10 parsecs.
1: Which that's fucking fast.
0: Well it's not it's not fast. It's it's just it's, a big big distance in the faster. He he downloaded waves. Which yeah. is not a <laughs> sponsor.
1: He just, he just cheated, is what it was.
0: Yeah, the radar detectors. He was like, oh, I got to go around this cop. Pretty much, side if you look,
1: when they show you in the movie, the Kessel Run, it's very wavy through this vacuum of space. It's extremely dangerous because there's, like, space clouds. I don't know any other way to say it on each side. And he just cut through them. He's like, eh, fuck it. We're cutting through it. But there's a straight line shot versus going through all this winding and uh, uh, waving uh, through that. But here's the next thing. Okay. So, throughout the film's releases, as we've gotten, you know, it's our time now, Disney has now been taking bits and pieces out of all of the either original prequels or new trilogy. I have uh, seen that. Taking sections off. One of the most iconic ones is where Leia and Luke are trapped being shot at by stormtroopers, and he uh, attaches his, you know, little handy dandy hook, and they're going to swing across. And she says, for good luck, and kisses him. Now, this is before they know that they are brother and sister. Disney has removed that scene now where they kiss, you know, because people were grossed out by the fact that they were brother and sister two movies later. But, you know, when it was originally released, that's what happened. They kissed each other. Let's be honest. And there was tension there, but the idea was it wasn't tension. It was the Force telling them that there there was a connection. Ah,
0: incestual you'll be... (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh no
0: um so anyways in regards to the kessel run he was oh
1: fuck me right all right
0: yeah no i uh, yeah no they took that shit out but i i continued reading so he's oh, essentially, essentially it, han solo is a, you and i are basically han solo is is what i'm saying here the reason why i'm saying that is he was confident when he said my ship was able to run it in less than 12 parsecs he, when he he made that statement, he was hoping they didn't know what a parsec was. He basically said, he, th- now they've changed it, though, and bringing it into what you said. In the new uh, Hope novelization, though, Han says standard time units instead of parsecs. Because it, he was basically boasting that he, his ship was the fastest. And when you when he said parsecs, he was like... Ah, it's super fast, but it's not really speed in any, it's distance in this. So he, he was, he was a bit confident dumbass, uh, to try to boast his character. So essentially us, um, we're super confident in what we say. And half the time we have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. Welcome to Drunk Discussions podcast. Uh, um, but yeah, so no, I'm learning so much about this. So I'm happy to
1: be the catalyst of you learning Star Wars.
0: I do remember, though, them kissing and I for watching it fucking 20 years ago. I remember that shit. And right. now well, you're it's right. Gone. It's gone. It's not in there. Wow. I wonder how many. I, how long do you think it will so, be until people are like, oh, the Mandela effect?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You're not wrong. Like that never happened. It, it did. It did happen. And now this, this is proof. proof. Um, but not just that. There's other ones. So like in the mid 90s, Lucas needed uh, money, right? to fund the prequel trilogy, he also did special releases. Uh, And in these special releases for some of the original ones, he added extra scenes, uh, cuts. Um, He added half-heart publications from Lucasfilms in 2006 for the out of the prequels. He added scenes like where they were singing the the singing frog lady inside the diner. That was never in the original cinema, but then if you got the movie, it's in the movie where she's singing. She got like the purple polka dots and blue polka dots and gray that was added in there because he did a a, a special with a bunch of added sections that were, weren't in movie theater releases. So a couple of times he's done these little snippets uh, in order to generate money and revenue to build the next franchise. Not anymore because Disney obviously owns them. I always thought it was kind of cool that you could only get these snippets unless you own a Blu-ray DVD player and you bought it on Blu-ray.
0: So let me ask a question. We're, we're coming up on time here. But uh, as a Star Wars fan, Paul, what do you hope to see from the franchise in the
1: future? So I think we need to take a step back. I think we're done with the, fu- like the future of Star Wars, like going forward for right now. I think we're done with Rey and the legend of Skywalker. You, you want Batman. backstories. I want more backstories. I want to go to the Old Republic. I want to go to Yoda when he's younger. I want to go to, you know, uh, Dark Plagueis or Dark Ra- Darth Raven, Sith Lords that were before you know Palpatine, Darth Vader, Maul, anything that we've seen so far. I want to see some of the originals, or even farther before that, when there was an older Empire that was ruled by the Sith, the Sith Empire of the galaxy, and it was a fight between light and dark that, and that was a real battle. Um, and I guess it's another question. You know, obviously, everyone in the original. Uh, talked about the prophecy into the prequels with anakin being the prophet hey yeah. thanks for the follow fez bro. almost like being the a messiah in a, in, as you will they took the idea off of biblical texts in a sense and that you know mother had no father midichlorians made him he's the highest medical ever he's the chosen one to bring balance to the force. but what people don't realize is while you were watching that the jedi and the Republic were huge. So the light side of the forest was overpowered at that time and have been for thousands yeah. of years. So did Anakin live up to his destiny? Do you think he was the chosen one? Did he actually restore balance
0: by so, the Empire? Uh, that's actually one of the questions I had was, who, in your view, who do you think is the chosen one, Anakin Skywalker or Luke Skywalker? Because they're both technically, when it comes to mid yeah, they're,
1: off they're the chart
0: they're off they the chart. leia
1: leia too leia is also a, Je- a jedi people forget about that.
0: yeah but she didn't practice it to the point she's able so i guess if she they did. do go if they go into the future of it right yeah that's what something that you- they could expand on is her the becoming becoming a jedi you, and you don't saving. want to
1: watch rebels or you don't want to watch this the animated oh, films they or- did that okay they did that. She's trained. In, in legend, she trains in the woods with Luke. Luke trains her. How do you think she's in the middle of space and then just force-wields herself into the freaking chamber? And yeah, like she, she was. She was a Jedi. So, um, here's... It, when it no, to... it wasn't Luke. It wasn't Luke. I think, yes, Anakin, Anakin. was and did live up to his destiny of, of, of bringing Becoming. balance to the Force. I think he did. And at the end, Luke didn't kill Palpatine or throw him down that shaft. It was Anakin that did it not darth yeah. vader it was anakin because he was back luke brought him back to the light he was saving his son Threw palpatine over now later on we find out that somehow palpatine survives that but mace windu can't survive getting thrown out a window yet that we know of he could be still alive there's a lot of talk on a mace windu movie potentially coming out from so, disney
0: so let me ask you this so one thing that um especially with the new season of Mandal- mandalorian they um, went off into Mandalore, right? Mm-hmm. So the home planet of the Mandalorians. Love they it. brought in, and it was beautifully done, showing the city, the mythosaur. City, and the mythosaur—that's one thing I wish would be expanded on. I Mandalorian is great. I love Pedro Pascal. He's a phenomenal actor. You didn't though... watch
1: the? You didn't watch any of the Rebels? You have to. You have I, to watch. So Rebels they, and, and then you're going to understand. What happens with Death Watch and the you know fall of Mandalore in this Mandalorian Civil War? Yeah, that happens in there.
0: I didn't know that was in that. That's, That's the problem. It. God now, damn it. Okay, now, so.
1: is, can they extrapolate onto the fact in Mando that there's a mythosaur in, like, Bo Katan, which is also, she is in Rebels, cough cough, I mean, why did you watch it? Uh, while she's in it, like, do you think she's going to be the next leader of Mandalore? Um, yes, I do. I think she's going to be the one to lead them there, but, I mean, there is some snippets where i kind of believe that later down the line grogu our favorite little yoda-like character is going to be the next mandalo not mandalorian mandalore leader true leader of mandalore where he will really have dark i think he will have the dark saber and he will have the mythosaur because he's one with the force and since he has now taken the creed that he will be the next could mandalore
0: you, could you imagine Actually, I, th- I think I came up with an idea for our episode logo. Because occasionally, it, for for our listeners, if you're new, thank you for joining. But occasionally, I'll release a new logo for our episode. Imagine Grogu riding a mythosaur,
1: and that's what people are talking about. You know, Mo-Katan had the mythosaur put it on it. It's the longest standing symbol of the mandalorians because the first mandalore rode one and United it's literally them.
0: their emblem it's their emblem
1: i mean if people don't realize there was in before the old republic too there was a battle between the mandalorians and jedi i want to put the Mandalorians this... would shoot best car shotguns balls at jedi because like their lightsabers could only deflect them and they'd take I... full impact
0: I will say, though, as a marketing nerd, as a guy that specializes in logo development and shit like that, the fact that they were able to make the skull of a mythosaur so recognizable, they're like, this is literally the brand. Yes. People, people recognize Mandalorian based off of just the skull of a mythosaur. It's sort of like. Um,
1: or the that, rhino, because he does have the rhino. He on does. Him too,
0: but either one. Yeah. It, the, the the mythosaur though uh, every single Mandalorian character has it I emblem mean, onto their armor.
1: The Night Owls had the mythosaur still on their armor. Death Watch still had the mythosaur on their armor. Um, you know the Taz Villa Vizla they had the mythosaur. Like everyone that was a Mandalorian still respected the original tradition, first Mandalorian. So I mean I think there's a lot there, and with the you know new series, new Ahsoka series coming out that has oh, been uh, released. That'll and, and be a hundred percent. I'm excited. Uh, I, I'm excited to see how they're going to tie in uh, her at an older age and maybe with Ezra Bridgers as coming in and as another Jedi. Um, so like, I'm excited for that. We, there's so much they can do, and I just hope they don't fuck it up.
0: So without this saying, guys, thank you so much for joining Drunk Discussions podcast. I hope you enjoyed episode execute 66. Uh, this was this was fun. I love talking about Star Wars. Well, I love talking about things we love. Um, and this is one of them. We didn't talk about conspiracies. We didn't talk about slurspiracies. But this is something that Paul and I both truly love. It's a universe that you can get lost in. And it's something that you can bring into your own life whenever you want to talk about it. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening to Drunk Discussions podcast. If you want to chime in, you can join us every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch. It's twitch.tv forward slash drunk discussions. Or you can shoot us an email. Ask us a question. Your one question may be an entire episode. Um, We're more than happy to do fan shout outs. Uh, Guys, thank you so much for joining. May the force be with with you. you.